Welcome to the clubhouse. This is episode 33. I am your host, TJ Butler, at Butler 3 Doge, all the way from Cleveland. How are you, buddy? Doing great. It's a... Uh... It's great to actually be here with you today. I feel like I'm, I'm right next to you because we're actually using the video, so this is nice. I dig it. Yeah, we're rocking the FaceTime today, so we get a little face-to-face -face action. So hoping that makes for a better pod for all you fans out there. Dill, always face-to-face -face here. Dill, how are you today? Yeah, face-to-face-to-face -to -face -to -face right. is uh, kind of what we're what we're looking at, and uh, we're gonna gonna add an additional face to have a, a four-way faceage. Yeah, yeah, later, for sure, at the end of the pod, no doubt. I didn't want to say a, a four-way facial, but... Yeah, well, yeah, I don't want to say that either. The old faceage. The old faceage. <clears throat> All right, folks, well, as you probably know by now, we are brought to you by the Cheap Seats Network, home of the clubhouse, and the Pick and Roll Report, hosted by Nate and Patch. Um, this is uh, Cheap Seats, Superior Sports. We've got an incredible show for you, just like we always do. And uh, let me just tell you what it's going to look like here. Uh, we got first quarter, a little NBA playoff update. Um, second quarter, we're going to bust into the new uh, FCC news, unfortunate news, with uh, the firing of uh, Coach Koch. We'll break that down. Maybe unfortunate. We'll see. Um, and then uh, quarter three, we've got some uh, ice time with Dilligan. And uh, fourth quarter, we're going to bring our buddy D in to talk about the summer music festival scene and uh, just concerts in general. So looking forward to that at the end of the pod. But as always, we got to warm it up first. So Doge, all the way from Klee, kicking it to you. Warm it up for me, buddy. What do you got? Congrats to Liverpool. For yes. Pretty crazy odds uh, in the Champions League today. Uh, they were down 3-0 to Barcelona going into the second leg. And uh, for people that don't know, the Champions League goes based on aggregate score between the two matches. So yeah, Liverpool was already down 3-0, and they essentially had to win by four goals. And they actually wound up doing that, uh, getting the 4-0 win over Barcelona to advance to the final. Yep. Uh, that's really impressive. So shouts to Liverpool. No, for sure. Um, I'm going to do a quick shout-out as well to the Reds' newest player we called up, Nick Senzel. So he's uh, just killing it right now. He got 17 at-bats with us already and has three home runs and uh, obviously three RBIs. We've had some solo dingers going. But he's just killing it out there, looking really good for us um, and looking forward to seeing what he can keep doing uh, as long as some of these other, along with some of these other fun Reds that we've got um, playing baseball right now. So, Dill, warm it up for us. What do you got? Somebody who won't be warming up very much. Sheesh. Corey Kluber, uh, hit by a line drive pitch in his pitching arm. So, that's not good. Um, that is the Cleveland Indians ace for anybody who doesn't follow baseball too closely and doesn't maybe recognize the star-studded name of Clayton Kershaw or, you know, Max Scherzer, uh, you know, some of those guys. Um, Kluber is definitely – is definitely. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's, he's just won a Cy Young. Um what, 2017, right? Yeah, 2017, Sayon. Yeah. Uh, and that's going to be devastating for the pitching staff of the Indians. Right. Especially sure. the starting. I mean, obviously, you know, the uh, once you get to the bullpen, you know, it's kind of – got to be able to get to the bullpen, but, you know, with the lead, um, can't really go into it with a, you know, 
It's just disappointing. It's just tough to lose your ace. There's no doubt. It's just tough to lose your ace. Can't do it. Can't do it. That's a lot of wins that you just dropped off. Yeah. Um, But no, hopefully it's not season ending. Uh, That's the latest presumption of what's going on. So Sure. Fingers crossed. Yeah, we'll keep them crossed. Yeah. All right. Moving on then to our first quarter. We've got our NBA playoff update. I'm going to roll into topic one. It's the panic meter. So... Um, everyone take a franchise here and just uh, say what their panic meter should be um, and how they should be feeling right now. So um, I'll go first. Obviously, Boston Celtics down 3-1. Giannis is dominating us right now. Kyrie can't hit a bucket. I think he's missed uh, 46 shots the past three games. It's the worst uh, shooting slump he's ever been in the playoffs. Um, and, you know, this is kind of what he's asked for. He wanted his own team. He wanted to be the man, and he's just missing his shots. So hopefully they'll start falling. Maybe he goes and makes 46 shots uh, here um, come soon. But uh, we should be probably about like an 8, 8 or 9, I would think, maybe. Maybe 7, depending on how optimistic you are, just because. I feel like you're, you know, it's 3-1. you got to be 10 right now. You're, no. you're having a little negation, you know. No, you always, but the talent's always there, obviously. I'm just talking about for, like, the outcome as well in the future. Oh, future. So. But I agree. It's it's not looking good. Okay. I would be, yeah, there's no doubt, you could put me at a 10, and I wouldn't really fight you that much on it. Sure, okay. Like, um. Coming from a fan, I'm just curious. Right. I, would... I don't know. I think we can win this game, and then we'll see. I But I don't know. So, I just can't believe Kyrie's going to miss 15 shots again. And if he does, then whatever. Like, Can he leave after that point? You know, like, are you cool with him? You know, maybe he's not the guy that you need. Right. I mean, maybe. We'll see. Maybe he is if we get Anthony Davis. Right, let's see. Let's see right. how this pans out. But I agree. We'll Doge. get there. All right. Doge, <laughs> give me your panic meter. Yeah, it's just the state of the current season that we're in. Definitely big panic meter for the Celtics. But like you said, you have the talent for the future. I wouldn't be as worried. Like no, for sure. Uh, I think if I am the Sixers, I would be panicking a little bit more about the future because you're trying to trust the process, and you finally have have people healthy, and you can't make it out of the second round of the playoffs, and they just haven't really been shooting well. Right. You know, they they got to rely on JJ Redick for for three pointers. Joel Embiid's shooting six or seven three pointers a game. He's still it's a little banged. He's time. banged up for sure, but I, they still have three studs that should be able to get yeah. it done, you'd think. They've got Jimmy. They've got Tobias. Like, those ben Simmons, man. He's got to figure out how to play offense. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'm, I'm saying I don't think that's the system that's going to win them any sort of championships. they got to figure something else out. So panic meter for right now, I'm saying Sixers. I agree. Um, What would you put their number at? Zero to ten. Yeah. I don't know, do like a six or a seven. I don't know. Like, not, like, don't like. Right. Light it up. Like, figure. They're down three one two now. They just lost tonight. Big. Is it three one or is it three two? I think it, I thought it was tied going into that. It is three two. Excuse me. Either way. Yeah, because they don't really. I wouldn't say panic right now for the playoffs being down three two, but I'm saying like I don't think this is what's going to be a championship team. No. If they make it to the Eastern Conference Finals, I think they get smoked by whoever comes out the other side. I agree. All right, Dill. Quick panic meter. Who you got? I would say, you know, I would say just because the Celtics are down three one, it has to be, you know, the 
That's, I mean, that was my only explanation. I was just saying, like, pick a different, everyone should pick a different team and give their panic meter for it. Not just pick the team that should be the most panicked. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. That's why I was giving you that earlier. Okay. Right. Gotcha. If anything, oh, I would say the so Sixers. If anything, I would I'll say the most panicked. Yeah. If I would do that, if I'm saying that, I would say the Sixers because Joel Embiid looks really hurt and Ben Simmons can't score and Kawhi's been dominating them. Yeah. Whereas I feel like the Celtics have a chance because if we could win this game, then we go home and then we have our crowd potentially. And then it's game seven. But I, when we have better talent than I, the Sixers, I feel. But they we're both like at a nine or a ten. So we're both down 3 1. It's not looking good. Okay. The Nuggets could be there tonight, too, if they're down 3 1 to the Blazers. That's tied 2 2. Is it? Is it? Yeah. Excuse me. Game five in Denver. Right. I forgot That's about, happening right now. As we I forgot about the. The four four O T. So all right, if we're doing that, then I would probably say if you're gonna do maybe Golden State because it's two two. Sure. Or okay. Houston, Houston because it's at Golden State. I would put it at like a four. Sure, Houston's panicked at a four. Yeah. Okay. Just because it's game right. five, right. they can they can, game on the road. That's they can it. flip it. Right. Right. Fair enough. I think that's, that series is so even. It's right. weird. Um, all right, quickly, <laughs> rapid fire, with like just like maybe like a little long, longer than rapid fire, like hot potato maybe. Um, who has been the best player in the playoffs so far, do you think? Like Dame, Harden, KD, Kawhi, Giannis, Embiid, Jokic, et cetera. Doge, we'll swing it to you first. What do you got? I'll go with Kawhi. Yeah, he's been nasty. Especially, especially in this series, he when we were looking it up uh, just before we got to recording, you know, he only had 21 points tonight, but going into the night was averaging like upper 30s a game uh, against the Sixers here, and and that's just awesome because you know they're not getting the same production out of Lowry that they had all regular season. And right. Pascal Siakam has been a pleasant surprise. Marcus sure. obviously a great addition, but Kawhi's been uh, been the drive of of a lot of their production. Uh, on both sides of the court. No doubt. Sorry, really rapid fire. Right. That's all right. I'm going KD. He's just been lighting it up. I think he took it to like another level. And I think we're going to see that here again in this next game where he's just going to have another monster game and lead them into the next series. Dale, what do you think? KD? Why? Anyone else? Dame's been pretty good. I, I mean, Jamal Murray, man. You're going to seriously say Jamal Murray? I mean, just, I mean, for his team, the best player for his team yeah, and what they need. on that team for this playoffs. That's fair. I mean, for him, he's just been clutch for them. That's true. Um, I don't disagree with that. I just think Kawhi's been way, like, way better than Yeah, that. no, I mean, I think that Kawhi's been much more efficient and, uh, I mean, I don't know. That's a, I don't I'm know. Just not, I'm just not going with the crowd on this one. You That's fair. Like, I'm just, I'm hey, just sometimes, else in there. sometimes you get a zag when everybody's zigging. I, I, I appreciate it. I was just trying to mention somebody else. That's, right now. Because right I know Kawhi. So I had nothing to add there. No, for <laughs> sure. I, maybe Giannis. He's another big game for sure. Yeah, he's been, he's been killer. What about LeBron? Oh. 
Oh, yikes. He's in, uh, what's that? He's that playoff blackout or whatever mode. Zero Dark 30, LeBron. Yeah, he's in Zero Dark 30 right now. He's just playoff right. mode. Speaking of LeBron playoff mode, he's recruiting a coach. Topic three. Are the Lakers making the might, the might, the right move by reuniting Ty Lue with LeBron James? There's a lot of rumors swirling that they are working on a deal right now since Monty Williams was just uh, deciding to go coach the Suns. Dill, what do you think? As a future LeBron Ty Lue fan experience, what do you what do you think of that for the Laker fans? Uh, I think that that'll be what you need as far as having a team that, I mean, it's just going to be your classic LeBron team. Yeah. You know, like, that's exactly what you need. It'll be fine. You, very similar to when he was in Cleveland, when he stepped in, he had a coach who, you know, had a track record of having some success, whether it was in the NBA or not, for the Cavs Mm -hmm. with David Blatt. Right. Um, You know, he took over that team, whereas he's taken over this team um, Luke Walton had had success with the Warriors. I mean, granted, it's you know, a, yeah. when he had an interim job with them, I mean, they lost like one game or four, right. like, you know, under five coach games. Like, um, he didn't coach of the year for that stretch. I would say, like, I think people wanted him to win coach. I don't know if he did because I don't know if he was, like, able to. Right. But, um, yeah, so, I mean, even though, I mean, you have to be able to, Use those guys, you know what I mean? So I feel like with him taking over there, I feel like it's a very similar situation. And uh, as a Lakers fan, you got to roll with what you have. Sure. Roll with what you have. you got to play the cards that you're dealt. Um, for me, I think that this is an interesting move. I think it could work. I don't really see it being a nice selling point. I mean, I don't know. He's a championship-winning coach. What can I say? I don't like Ty Lue that much as a coach. I don't think he's, like, you know, a super genius. So I don't know. I don't know. Dude, yeah, his faces, especially with the Lakers, too, are going to be really funny. Where he just, like, looks like he's just staring into, like, the abyss of nothing and, like, he just has no clue what to do. (laughs) Um, But... I just, I don't know. I don't think that would be attractive if I was a free agent to see those guys reuniting again. She's like, all right, here we go again. But maybe that is what everybody wants. Who knows? Doge, what do you think? I think it's probably the best move that they could have made just because... I think J.K. would have been nice. Yeah. Just to get a different taste for LeBron. I like I like J Kid, but if you have a track record where someone's gone to two straight finals with the coaching superstar combo, they didn't fire Tyloo until LeBron was gone. Like, right. Fucker and Wally was there. They no, it makes sense. Two straight finals and won one of them. Right. Like he's he's worked in a system where LeBron works. So like, why would you not bring him in if he was available? I think that's a great move. Like. Sure. J Kid, I love J Kid. So like, no, no dissing to J Kid. But if you like, clearly, like having LeBron as a part of a team is different than having any other superstar. So sure. like, bring in that's already familiar with that, with that atmosphere. Right. I agree. You can't really go wrong. But I just, who knows? We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. No, I. It's also not confirmed yet either. But like, we're thinking so. You maybe maybe you heard it here first. Maybe you heard it here first. Who knows? All right. 
Moving on to our second quarter then. Uh, kind of a somber afternoon here on uh, Monday, Tuesday. Excuse me. Wednesday? Thursday. It's Friday. Tuesday. FCC abruptly firing Coach Alan Koch. What's your reaction? Do you think it was justified? Who do you think they should hire? So let's all go around and do. Do you think it was justified first? And then we'll go shoot. Who do you think they should hire? Um, I'm going to go first on justified. I think it was a little early. Now, granted, we haven't scored in five, I think, six games now, which is kind of a little disheartening. And then before that, the one goal we did have was a PK, so not really like a goal in the field. But a lot of our really good players have been hurt. Like, I think Teton is our good keeper. Garza's one of our best, if not our best player. He's been hurt. Uh, the whole Adi thing was kind of, uh, you know, a bit of a distraction, and he didn't play. I don't know if that was his decision or not. but So I just think it was a little early because we didn't have time to turn it around. But um, based on, you know, what some of the rumors are or maybe who might be interested that I'll speak about later, um, you know, maybe it was the right move and it was time to move on because Koch was a good guy to get us here, but maybe he's not the guy to lead us to the, the championship. Doge, what do you think? Justified, yes or no, as an FCC sp supporter? I'll agree with you that I think it is a little bit early. But at the same time, um, I do think they have the ability to justify it. You know, losing, like we, we had some early success. One of our matches was a win against a, a really bad New England team, though. Right. Um, five straight <laughs> losses, like you said. Um, and the last goal we scored was a PK over a month ago, just like exactly like you said. I mean, there, right. we, we clearly weren't producing. Um, so there's there's something that had to change. And, you know, if if they felt like it was, you know, the right move to fire him, then I think it's justified. I don't necessarily agree with it. Right. Fair enough. <clears throat> I agree. Dill? I think that when you score, I believe it's eight goals in 12 games. Yeah, not, not uh, that good. Eight goals in 11 games. Um, I mean, not good, though. Yeah, but you allowed 17. I know, I know. Um, but that's like, how many of guards have played in, man? Like, that's what I'm saying. That's third T worst in the league. Yeah, third worst in the league as far as goal differential. But, no, I, I agree that it's a little early, but it is, you know, the fact that it was made is justified. You know, it is what it is at this point. Right. Um, they're 2-2-7. Two, two and seven. Um, I mean, they definitely can turn their season around and, and, you know, make something happen. For sure, for sure, for sure. They just need to, you know, get that steam back. And I feel like we lost our offensive touch where... Okay, we'll give, we got, we'll give our changes later. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I agree. I totally agree. Now, <clears throat> quickly, not quickly, I guess. Who do you think they should hire? There's a lot of rumors going around. I'll say a couple quick. I know Doja's got one. He's getting waiting to get off his chest. He likes. He'd like to hear. Um, I heard um, David Moyes, former Manchester United head coach, um, is interested in the job. His son, I guess, plays at NKU. So uh, that's a little connection. He can be close to his uh, son. And then also 
um, coach a you know good football club and with a lot of good fans. Um, I think um, I don't know these guys' names, so this is terrible. I should have uh, done a little more research, but I'm just checking the rumor mill as we're here, pulling a little Schefter for you, folks. Um, the Ashton Villa um, manager also has shown some interest, as well as the um, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, who was the other manager? Uh, Crystal Palace, because he came here last year for our international match, and he said he really loved the atmosphere. Um, and would be interested in coaching. So any of those guys I think would be great with some Premier League, uh, you know, experience to really bring this program back and teach us some some real soccer um, or some football, I guess, if you will. Doge, I know you had somebody you really wanted to see. Not sure if it's a rumor or not yet, but what are your thoughts? I think this would be really fun to see. Uh, it's a guy who has plenty of coaching experience overseas in Germany. Uh, and for a couple different international teams, most recently for the hometown boys, but he's unemployed right now. It's Jurgen Klinsmann. The oh, he is no, he's not coaching right now. As the as the U.S. international coach, he really wasn't even bad. He got no, fired. like he was, he was, he had a sixty percent win percentage. You know, he was twenty eight six and thirteen in in all competition play. Right. Uh, friendly matches a little bit less, but I mean, he was working with just a bunch of old dudes and, and very right. little talent coming up until right around when they fired him. Uh, he, he had success to... in Germany. Went to the went to the quarterfinal of the '06 World Cup, I believe. Um, finished third place in the Bundesliga as he was coaching Bayern Munich, and then he was quickly sacked. But the guy has had success in club and international play, I would love to see unemployed Jurgen Klinsmann get in the conversation. For That'd be amazing. Job. And amazing. I haven't heard this anywhere, but I think he would be a great candidate. And then you officially heard it here first, Doge. <laughs> there you go. That's for dang sure. That'd be amazing, man. Oh, I would, any, for any of those guys would be awesome, just with some really good experience. But Klinsmann would be great because he's done some really good things for sure. That'd Bill? be so fun. Still, anyone you're interested in uh, hearing about or any of those names spark an interest? Or I guess I'll just have to put a couple club names. But I think uh, you know, it'll be interesting to have a previous U.S. men's national coach, you know. Not named for Serena? Well, uh, that's yeah. who I was actually going to ask if we could. I would so. Oh, man. I'd be pretty upset. If we had Klinsman, I feel like it would, it would work out. Uh, he knows how to handle players of all sorts of talent. And of all different, like, internationalities, too. Right, that's mean? what I'm saying. Like, they just all, like, I feel like just play differently. And, right. And, I don't know. No, I agree. Like, the styles. Uh, For sure. That's how I meant it, at least. Right. That makes sense. That's what I was going to say. Um, <clears throat> all right, so... Moving on then, topic two. We were kind of hitting at it earlier, Dill, so I'll let you get ready. So I know you're ready to chomp at the bit here. What changes do you think our interim coach should make to help us improve the roster here real quick and give us a better chance to score and just create better, you know, opportunities? What do you think, Dill? Uh, I, I feel like we always have a really fast transition and we try having a fast break every single time. We need to understand when we need to maintain the ball and just be able to play an offense and have the other team 
play defense the whole game and have them get tired. Yeah, we love the long ball. Because we do that, con- like, just, I was going to say constantly, but con- we do. We do. And it's also consistently. Yeah, sure. Like that. No. Um, so I feel like if we continue to do that, not only are we going to be tired and more and more throughout the season, but each, you know, at the end of each game, uh, you know, you definitely see us lagging behind, I feel like, in the games. Like, you, you can see at the end of the yeah, games. Yeah, us getting tired. Yeah. For sure. No, for sure. Doge, what do you think? Any changes you think we should make right right away? Yeah, kind of going hand-in-hand hand with just what Dill is saying is that I think what I've seen just lacking from from the play is just the patience in, in like, the transition play moving into the offensive side of the field. like. Like you guys said, they're going for the long ball. They're trying to run hard up the sides. Yep. Just like, you know, you, you've got so few numbers because you don't give the rest of the team time to kind of, you know, pass the ball around and, and build up some some chances. Yes. If you, if you can work the ball at the midfield and get some guys with you up the wings, it, it really allows you to spread the ball out and kind of, like you guys said, you know, wear down the defense, but also, you know, create those, those opportunities kind of like, you know, in hockey, I've been watching a lot of Stanley Cup playoffs. I don't usually watch a lot of hockey, but like guys that can control on the other side of the ice, like it's the same thing for soccer. Like if you guys can pass it around and like create opportunities, they're going to start going in. Right. If you're just trying to run up the sides each time, people are just going to clear it. You're not going to get any momentum. It's just different. So they need patience. Just right. pass the ball, work up the middle. For sure. No, I agree. Um, so something I think that we should do, um, first of all, tactically, I think our, like, our backs kind of cheat forward a little too much, so I'd like to see them hang back a little bit, and if not, specifically on the right side, let's say Greg Garza's healthy, I'd like to sub in, um, Alvis Powell on the right wing and have Garza on the right side, so they can both just interchange and make really good runs and play balls in. And both have the freedom to move up and down the side. And, like, that would just be a really feisty side to be on, too, I feel like. And that would wear down the other team. But we also need to, like, we need to find somebody who can play the ball through the middle. Because, like we've all been saying, the up and over just doesn't really get it going. So, I'd like to see maybe Cruz get in the middle at center defensive mid with Bertoni. Maybe Frankie Amaya in there some more. I know he's been playing good. I heard uh, Fatai Alashi was playing well. as so maybe we need to start mixing up the people we got in there. Maybe we need to buy up some people with these international roster spots we've kind of got sitting around. So I'm sure that'll come around with a new coach. But I'd like to see that right back, right wing switch if we could do it. I think that'd create a lot of chances and keep us still tactically sound on defense because Powell and Garza both like to cheat up. So if one of them's cheating up, they can make the run and the other can hang back. Hopefully. And they can just flip-flop. <clears throat> but who knows? Looking forward to seeing who we're going to hire. It's going to be an interesting time. Hopefully they can turn the season around. Oh, and strange times. I'm going to the game this weekend. It'll be weird to see what we look like without uh, Coach Koch out there. Friend of the show. You know, special pour one out for Coach Koch. Hope he finds uh, another job, and uh, hopefully we can get him on the pod some other time. That'd be fun. <laughs> All right. Moving on to halftime, boys. Doge. Where can we find this clubhouse stuff? Come on. Yeah, so if you go to Facebook, it's just the clubhouse. Clubhouse is one word. Um, 
go to uh, Twitter, sure, sure. Instagram, you'll have Clubhouse underscore TCSN, that is for the Cheap Seats Network. Sure. So Twitter and Instagram, Clubhouse underscore TCSN, Facebook, The Clubhouse. Boom. Uh, yeah, we'll be, we'll be posting uh, once the pod is up. And uh, yeah, for go sure. like and subscribe. Oh yeah, I love it. Dill, where can we find the cheap seat stuff in case people are trying to check out the pick and roll as well? All right, so ladies and gentlemen. Ooh, do we have a drum roll? Maybe. Facebook, the Cheap Seats Network. Bang, 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 right, go bang. Go ahead and type it in. All right, Twitter, we got at the Cheap Seats SN. So go ahead and check this out. Got the pick and roll report. We're going to be adding on a couple other extensions, uh, hopefully in the near future. Yeah. Creating a complete network because, look, this is why we do it. Yeah. It's for you. Sure. The listeners. The network of people listening. Wow. This is getting deep, but I'll leave it there. Right. Leave it there. Listen to our other podcast called Deep Thoughts. Uh, I'm just kidding. Well, I was like, wow, Dale's busting it out. Yeah. No. No, just kidding. kidding. Yeah, that was, that was a Get teaser. Get it out of here. Get it out of here. No teasing. Teaser. Classic deal. Always a tease. Facebook and Twitter. Cheap Seats Network, baby. Boom, boom, boom. All right. Moving on to the third quarter. A little ice time with Dill for these NHL playoffs. <clears throat> um, What do you got for us here, D? All right. So what we have so far, uh, I believe an update since – the last time that we recorded. The sweep is still alive, boys. <laughs> Celtics, the Celtics are hurting the sweep the most. Boston just completed the uh, six-game series yesterday in Columbus with a 3-0 victory. Um, I didn't get to watch it because I don't have NBCSN, so I don't get to watch 75% of the games. you got to get the network to expense um, that, man. Yeah, well... Got stuck in this cable package I got. Freaking cable. Cable getting stuck in contracts. What do you think? We need a sponsor. So, Come on. So, uh, also, the Carolina Hurricanes. Yep. With a sweep. Ooh, get the your Islanders. Out. So, I don't know if anyone really... Front-running jerks, I guess. Yeah. Uh, right now, we have a game that's serious... 3-3, Game 7, Dallas Blues. Oh, dang. 1-1 with 3.45 to go in overtime. Oh, wow. So, next goal that's a dub. is advancing to the next round. So, that's that's awesome. Um, then we have Colorado. Yep. San Jose, which one we look when they play next. Sure. They play tomorrow. Tomorrow, what? Nine o'clock. That? That's game seven. seven. Wow. So that is a that'll be entertaining. Yeah, they had eight more wins than Colorado in the regular season. The Sharks did. Wow. So Avalanche are hot, baby. Av- hot. Avalanche have a lot of overtime losses though. That's fourteen no of them. No good. Yeah. Don't like to see that. All right then. The Blues have nine, and the Stars have seven, if that has anything to do with the outcome of this Overtime game. losses? Yes. Probably won't, but we'll see. Who knows? So, anyway, I feel like coming up here, that was a little update. A little update? 
Um, out of the series that we have, who do you guys have finishing up this game right now? And then who do we have game seven tomorrow? Avalanche Sharks. Um, in St. Louis, in San Jose. Okay, that's those are huge points. I'm going Dallas. I just, I don't know, something about them this year. Even though I don't watch enough hockey, which by that mean, I mean, not like any at all. But I just keep turning into their games, and they're like either up big or they're winning in overtime, or they're, I just keep hearing about them. So I think Dallas will squeak this one out. And then I'm going to go with the Sharks at home. I think they have a good atmosphere from what I've heard. And, um, I just think that'll be a tough one to win for the Avalanche, even though they've been pretty good so far. Bill, I'm going to swing it back at you. Bill's I'm hitting it to Tosh real quick. I want to, I want to hear what Tosh is saucer pass. quiet over there. Bill with a fake. Swing, sure. that, swing that around the boards. Right. <laughs> I mean, this game's going to be over by the time this pod releases, so I'll probably sound like an idiot, but I I, I think the, the Stars are going to pull it off. Uh, just like T said, just on the bottom. Um, but then the the other series, the Avalanche and the Sharks. Uh, Sharks never having won the Stanley Cup. I'm I'm gonna pull for that. I think that's sure. going back home. So. All right, all right. I think I my I have one of my buddies that I work with, uh-huh. uh, Ryan. He has a bet with his friend. Uh, that's just gonna be ongoing. Uh, from college that. <laughs> Ryan said the Blue Jackets would win a Stanley Cup before the Sharks do. Wow. Of them had won, and the Blue Jackets just got knocked out, and the Sharks are still alive. Yikes. So I just want to bust his chops a little bit more. Right. Oh, absolutely. It's for it's a five hundred dollar bet too, so it's no Ooh, joke. Ooh, no, that's a nice that's little a bet. That's a bet yeah. for sure. That's laying it that's down. It's not Tom Brady, Danny, full, Danny Amendola football that's a toss. Hundred grand. Did you see that this past weekend? No. It was like a little barstool video or some viral video. I'm just assuming it's barstool. I don't know. And it's after the Kentucky Derby, um, and it's Tom Brady, Danny Amendola in like a parking lot. And there's a basketball hoop, up pretty obviously ten feet high, and they're maybe I don't know thirty, forty feet away. Amendola's like, Tom, hundred k, I'm cashing this. And then Brady's like, Your arm isn't that good. And he like gets pretty close, but he doesn't make it. And then Amendola tries to double or nothing. And Tom says no, or at least they don't show the rest of the video. So I don't know. Double or nothing. <laughs> That's so. hilarious, dude. Can you imagine throwing around that kind of cash? Just so much money. And like it was nothing too on like a little funny bet. So, um, any other ice time? Uh, yeah, I was just gonna say who. Well, I was gonna. Right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, just right over to me. I know. Um, Finish the slap shot off. That was almost an icing there. I almost got cut off guard. Sheesh, offside. Um, I I think that the stars are gonna end up winning this game. We all, and like, we all I, like the stars. I think the sharks are gonna end up winning tomorrow. All right, so we're all in agreement there, then. All right, thank you, everyone, for chilling here. Sure. On a nice time with Dill, so appreciate it. Oh, yeah, always. Always a good time. All right, everyone, before we move on here to our next quarter here, final quarter, with D talking about the uh, Summer Music Festivals, we got a special pour one out here 
for maximum security and all of the money that everyone lost uh, here this past weekend on the Kentucky Derby. Doge, I know you had a couple bucks in the stakes there. Um, yeah, it was like 10 bucks. What a 140, but like... Still, I mean, that's not bad. Not great. Well, what was your reaction to the um, violation? First time in Kentucky Derby history, I believe, right? Yep. First time a winner's ever been disqualified. Yeah, it was uh, it was crazy. Um, you know, if I saw those legs clip, man, like if those horses went down, that would have been something, something yeah. really bad. Like for that entire pack of horses, like for sure, would have been bad news. That, so um, it was it was kind of a dangerous cutoff. Uh, you hate to see it. But uh, the, the horse he cut off wasn't even the one that finished second. It wasn't even the one that finished third. So right. That was a little unfortunate, too. But I agree. Yeah, you hate to see it. No, I'm going to echo all those statements. You hate to see it. Interesting times. Makes for a good uh, talking point. And it's a bummer maximum security isn't doing the Preakness now. They're just going to, like, hang it up, I guess, for the year. Really? So, They're yeah. not even going? No. So, I guess Country House has a sickness. And maximum security is just not participating. Yeah, I guess they're like, yeah, we're not. If we can't get the triple crown, we're not doing it. If I'm country house, I'm definitely not racing the other times because I'm like, this was a fluke. Yeah, you don't want to look bad. We can sell his breeding rights now for a ton because he's a Derby champion. Like, yeah, you don't so want him to look like, slow at all now either. Yeah. yeah, this is that's the perfect move for country road. But like maximum yeah. security, you got to get that redemption. I think. I agree. That's what I would kind of feel. And then if you went and, like, somehow, I know, like, not very common, but what if you won the Derby then the next time around? Like, that kind of completes your triple crown in a weird way. Did I call the, did I call Country Road, like, Country, what's it? Country, country house. house. You did. We, we got you. Country no Road, take me home, baby. Right. What's Virginia? Sure. Okay. Um, Dale, quick reaction. What do you got? Um, I think it's unfortunate. Uh, obviously for maximum security, um, you know, you end up winning it and then you have a 25 minute review on video and then you end up having all the jockeys basically telling their stories to the stewards. Um, and it was, uh, it was just interesting, you know, that whole process. I've never seen that. Um, it's never been, you know, done before. It was very unique in the sense of, the winner being disqualified. Right. Um, but it didn't allow, like, you know, with, with that horse going in and out of the lanes like that, it didn't allow them to I mean, that one's supposed them all to fall. It was, would have been bad. Well, like, Doge, like Doge was saying. Eesh. It just, it, it still impeded the entire pack behind them. You know what I mean? That's like, what I'm saying, yeah. From being able to run a clean race. So yeah. the fact that you didn't run a clean race and, you know, that's the why you... Uh, that's the reason why you lost. You know, at the end of the day, like that's that's on you. Yeah, no, for sure. So it's and that's a lot, uh, probably on that jockey because, as far as I know, I, somebody tell me wrong here. I don't know if he's won before. I don't know. I didn't hear anything about how he was a renowned. I didn't hear. I mean, Derby I don't champion. I don't know anything was, about the jockeys. So I have no idea who was on. Who was riding him? I didn't even get to watch the race. I just saw right. the after. Right, I agree. I didn't get to watch the race either, so I saw the aftermath and had to pull up on YouTube and see what the whole whole blue was about. So here's my instant reaction. Blue Jackets, Bruins started at 7.15 on NBC. Okay. Like I said, I don't have NBCSN, so this is like 
like a hockey game I'm actually able to watch. Right. And uh, back like, on the ice, huh? Yeah. Getting a couple extra shots in. Here? Yeah, I was trying to actually, you know. But ice, ice time with Dill part two. But the game didn't actually start showing on NBC until seven thirty because of the freaking derby, and I missed like the first ten minutes of the game, and it was like brutal. Okay. Like derby. I just wanted to see one playoff game. That was it. Other than the one that I went to in Tampa, took a shit and lost. But yikes. Yeah. Anyway, that was my instant reaction to the Derby. Not the result of it, but the viewing of it. Sure. Sure. All right. Well, that's going to do it for the little four one out. We're going to move on here. All right, everyone. We are here live with D. Aaron Isaac in the fourth quarter, here to talk about the Summer Music Festival and just kind of like concert scene, you know, who we want to see, what festival we'd want to go to. Um, etc. So, D, we'll let you talk about your experiences first, what you'd recommend, and we'll kind of bounce off of that. So, first of all, we're happy to have you, and then what do you got to say? Uh, good to be here. This is probably my, this is my second time being on the show. Um, yeah. Very excited to talk about a subject I feel decently aware of. Right. Um, it should be an interesting summer for festivals. You know, I, I have limited experience in having only been to two different festivals. Um, one being Bonnaroo, uh, a festival I will be attending this summer, and the other being Life is Beautiful, which uh, happens every year in Las Vegas. Okay, sure. Uh, yeah, and both of them this year actually have very solid lineups, in my opinion. Um, kind of partial to Life is Beautiful it happens later in September, so if anyone's looking to go to a nice festival in September, you get to see a little Chance the Rapper making his little uh, comeback for the festival season. Sure. Um, with, the, with this new album dropping in July, you know. Um, right, right. Lil Wayne is actually touring as well with Blink-182, just, that just uh, released. So, you know, he'll be making his way to Life is Beautiful as well. So those right. two heading off a nice little... Uh, Wheezy Baby. Little Life is Beautiful. Sure. They have a nice little No Problem uh, collaboration there with Lil Wayne in there. Um, oh. oh, yeah, that'd be sick, actually. Yeah, be low-key, so... Uh, if you're looking to go to Vegas, get a nice festival. And it's a nice setup. You know, they have, they do a decent little setup um, for what Vegas has to offer. But, um, like I said, it is in September. And uh, it's, it's not as great as some of the other festivals. But, uh, it's, like I said, Champ Rapper, also with the news of Woodstock 50 not being, maybe getting canceled, uh, might be yeah. the only time to see him this year. So What's the word on that? Uh, I mean, I've heard from... Some sources. Cause that, like I was trying to peep that low key. Yeah, yeah, and, and that's the thing. Like a lot of people were trying to peep it, so I think that they were kind of worried that their venue might not have been big enough to service how many people were gonna actually come through. Sure. You know, what's like, what's like fifty? You'll get people who have never been to a festival at all to to peep that kind of history. So, right. I mean, sure were, that's were, me right there for sure. Exactly. I'm sure they were a little worried about that, but um. You know, right now they're just trying to get some new investors to maybe pull it together, but it's not looking great at the moment. Um, they did have a solid lineup, though. With it is Santana. nice, dude. Ugh. They had Santana. You know, they had the Great Dead. Yes. Chance the Rapper. He, that was, but that would have been his first uh, festival of the season. Jay-Z. Casual um, Akon uh, in there. Like, KGF. Cyrus. Akon. That is a huge one. Portugal the Man. Cage the Elephant, dude, they're really good live, I heard. Yeah, I saw them a couple of years at Rue as well. They're they're quite the group to see. But um 
of all of all the festivals uh, that happen over the year, I'd have to give Bonnaroo, you know, my my full endorsement. Um, sure. Outside Coachella, you know, I think it's one of the bigger festivals, and their lineup's not too bad this year. Um, it's not bad. You know, it's not it's not the worst. You know, I I have to say, <laughs> for me, going to Bonnaroo was a little bit more than just a lineup. How many times have you been now? This will be my fifth year coming up. Oh wow, um, big five! Yeah, so at this point, at this that point, trend. Bonner is more than it's more than just a lineup. You know, it's no it's for about, sure. It's about the the culture, the vibe, and everyone coming together just to have a positive time. Right um, for sure. You know, a couple couple key components of Bonner this year is Childish Gambino making a comeback. Yeah, um, this is supposedly his last year as Childish Gambino, as he's going to promptly hang up the title of Gambino and um, be done performing. We'll see if that stands, but um, it's going to be nice to potentially see his last yeah. run through as Gambino himself. For sure. Uh, I don't know how many of you saw Cardi B last night. She killed it at the Met Gala. Um, it's been yep. pretty, pretty, uh, pretty hands down. She had the best outfit, the best costume. For I think sure. she's going to, I think she's going to throw a banger this summer. Um, she's got a, quite a few bangers, you know, that people oh, yeah. love. Um, everyone loves Post Malone. He'll kill it. Yeah, uh, I'm sure. not a huge Posty fan, but you know, at, at this point in time, it's it's kind of pointless to not like the guy. He's he's throwing out some some solid tunes. Yeah, he's got he's some in, jams for sure. He's got some jams, you know, some some party jams that we all like to listen to. Right, for yeah, sure. Yeah, we got uh, we got fish. We got a lot of fish. Ed, shout out to Ed. Yeah, a lot of fish happening. Uh, you know, fish heads will love it. Um, I'm I'm a little impartial, but uh, you know, I'm gonna sit there for four hours and listen to fish, just like the best of us. So you know, it's it's an exciting festival season coming up. For sure. Uh, I, would advise, I would advise you to go to at least one. Um, okay. Honor, as I said, endorsement of the year. Sure. Um, Doge, real quick, want to hear from you. Of all the kind of like headliners, <laughs> we've kind of peeped through. Who are you, or who would you be most excited to see, and at which festival? I guess. So. Um, I know, kind of tough, kind of tough, but. Yeah, that's a tough one. I would love to see Chance live. I hear that's just uh, a really. That would be sweet. Yeah, but uh, when even when D brought up Santana, dude, that's such a yeah, man. I would I would jam some Santana. Just let him rip on on the. For sure. That'd be great. Oh, man. That he'd jam out for sure. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Dill, what about you? I'm looking at this Bonnaroo lineup, and I, I like a lot of the people on there. Uh, I mean, I, I've i seen Grizz. Uh, oh, yeah. I want to see R.L. Grime. Uh, mm-hmm. Some of these, like, DJs. You know, I think that that kind of festival, that's, like, the stuff that you need. Uh, I can definitely get down to some Brockhampton for sure. The Lonely uh, Island, a sleeper pick. Dude, Lonely Island for sure. That's like a that's huge crazy. one. Um, you know, that would I, right behind them on the list is actually uh, Zoo. So, oh yeah, he'd be good. I like that. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a big sure. fan of some of the stuff that he has. So, um, yeah, I mean, it looks like Saturday would probably be the day I would most like to go to. At Bonnaroo as well. Yeah, okay, yeah, bounce that around. If you could only go one day, Doge, I don't know if you've got the lineup around. I and with the with the FaceTime video, I can't really like pull anything off uh, of my phone. For sure. Um, Come on, dude. Dang, 
Well, then never mind. We'll scratch that question. Yeah. Sorry, I just got a little too deep there. Right. No, fair enough. Fair deep. enough. Um, so, what's the word, D, with... Um, I know you haven't been, I guess, but with Lollapalooza, like, their lineup and their kind of setup, I suppose, like, do you know what it's like compared to Bonnaroo? Because I heard that's another really big uh, one a lot of people like to go I've, to. I've heard mixed reviews about people who have both been to Lala and Bonnaroo. I've never been. Um, okay. I will say the one, the one very prime um, component of Lollapalooza this year is Ariana Grande. Shout out to the primes, by the way. Sure, um, sure. Ariana Grande. Um, just Their lineup is nice as shit, dude. Mm. She is killing it right now. Um, she is the the new Mariah Carey, and seeing her at her prime right now is is something worthwhile. I agree. Um, she brought out Bieber himself at Coachella. You know, that's that's saying a lot to bring right. out a guy like him. He does not do festivals like that. Um, and he and she pulled him out of the of the limelight. So it was nice to nice to see that. Um, the, only, the one thing I'll say about Lala is it it is very high school oriented. You know, there are a lot of high schoolers who attend. Um, sure. And really shut everything down around ten o'clock. Unlike your Bonnaroo's where you're going all night and you don't stop until the sun comes up. Oh, wow. Um, so, you know, with Lollapalooza, you got to get a hotel. You got to kind of sh- leave the campgrounds um, after the last show. Yeah, you got to, like, hit the town, I guess, then, after. What'd you say? Got to, like, hit the town after. Got to hang out yeah, in Chicago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's a good thing. You can, you can go to Chicago afterwards, but then that's, you know, that's more money. Whereas in Bonnaroo, right. you just go hit the campground, camp, and, you know, party in your, lo- your own little campsite. Um know meet some random friends mm-hmm. um so i'd say Lollapalooza is a little bit more geared toward high schoolers and uh just inner city chicago vibes bonnaroo more like camping middle-aged people some college kids of course but sure um, i've never been you know and ariana grande is the only person i know i guess gambina will be there as well but outside of that not too many i know on that on that lineup this year that i that has sparked my interest oh man come on Meek Mill, Lil Wayne. I'll, yeah, we got uh, Louis, Louis the Child would be good, I think. Flume could be nice. Flume would be nice. Would be nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Meek, yeah, you said Meek, right. Mm. Shaq West. Oh, just get some Mo Bamba going? Yeah, you got to see the Mo Bamba with... Yeah, that'll be you. With 100,000 people. Janelle could be good, too. With 100,000 people. Janelle Monet. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I haven't heard much from her, but, yeah, she's doing pretty well right Tenacious now. Tenacious D, dude. Rich the oh, Kid. Yeah. 21 Savage. The Strokes. Denzel yeah, Curry. There, so Listen, it's, it's, it's all right up here, you know? You have Steph Curry's brother, Denzel Curry, there. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's totally irrelevant. <laughs> Denzel Curry. <laughs> if you haven't heard uh, Sumo by Denzel Curry and you have subs, you should listen to that. Oh, okay. Sleeper. Sleeper at Lollapalooza. And this is why you got to read the fine print, folks. Diesel. You know who that is? DJ Shaquille O'Neal. Shaq West and Shaq will be in there in the same place. Check the Shaq West, sir. Shaq West. We got to go to that sometime soon, dude. Yeah, he does it every year. That'd be fun. Get that insider scoop. What's that event called? It's called like Shaq's Funhouse or something. Yes. Yeah. Is that what's called? Yes, yeah. I believe that's what it's called. I didn't remember what it was until you said it, Dev. Right. 
shout out to a couple older people, like a couple just legends throwing DJ sets out. Eat yourself a, you know, he was a uh, had a little run on the office. Um, yeah. Obviously more famous for other things, but he right. did a set Coachella, killed it. Sure. Um, I, I'm. <laughs> I enjoy these actors and these sports, you know, legends coming out and trying to trying to get to the music scene as best they can. Right. So, um, speaking of Coachella, what did we miss? Like anything major? Like I know that's always like earlier in the year, um, and it's like a what it still always has like major events and big stuff going on. So, uh, what was the word yeah. from Coachella? As I said, you know, Beaver came out um, on week two. Uh, it's pretty big. Like yeah, I said, what's the I, hold on? Give me a quick thirty. What's the deal with the different weeks? Because every other festival I've been seeing is like one weekend. Like, what's up with Coachella? Um, Do you know like what the deal is? It's just, I think it's just a convenience thing uh, for Coachella for the sake of how big it is. They want to make sure everyone has a chance to go. Um, sure. I don't think there's anything different. Like, there will be some festivals that are two weeks, and like some of them can only go one weekend, and the others can only go another weekend. Right. Um, but I think for Coachella, how many influencers come and their schedules are packed, I think it's just a, I think it's just a convenience thing at that point. For sure. That makes but, sense. Yeah, like I said, you know, Beaver, he came on week two, um, probably saw how lit it was on week one and decided, you know, it was worth coming out. Um, Had to. One thing, I did, one thing I did hear out of Coachella is a very uh, abnormal amount of herpes coming through. You know, that's, uh, I did hear about that. Yeah. Not, not good. good look. Yikes. Not a very good look. Not what, a good look. What's abnormal? The the volume or the fact that it was herpes this time and not something else? Both. Well, apparently they only have like what seventeen cases a day or something around that number, and a local clinic reported about two hundred and fifty in one day just Ooh. from Coachella coming through. Yo, so somebody was getting around. Number, yeah. Oh, whoa, that that's something, yeah, huh? Sheesh. Okay. Spread the love out there. Yeah, but, I guess. Uh, yeah, Coachella. It's I'd love I'd love to attend, but more it's just more like a it's more like a festival to take photos at. You know, not really to like get down and groovy. Or, like, just kind okay. of, or pretend that you're taking photos at. Did you yeah. see how many people were faking uh, Coachella posts this year? I mean, I'm sure. I didn't see that. No, I didn't see that. That's actually pretty funny. Dude, it's like a bunch of influencers on Instagram were like caught like doing it. It's just like. That's so whack. Fucking idiot. Like, excuse my French. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, no. That, that, and that's another reason why Coachella is not on my list, because it's kind of fake, but I want to be a part of the fakeness, if you know what I mean. You know, it's, you <laughs> sure. know, there, there's some hot influencers that attend, and I'd like to just, like, walk by and say, yo, I see you on Instagram, you're super hot. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Dude, the Kanye uh, Easter Sunday yes, service thing was yes. sweet. You gotta ask for a follow after that. I don't know if you guys saw any of that stuff. Talk about something that you should have seen. I wish I was there. Wow. I got to watch a little on that like YouTube, like a little preview thing they had, and it was sweet. They had did like I saw Chance like started out like did a little this little light of mine, which was like awesome, and that like, Cuddy was in the background. So like, it was just like all the homies. Kanye was on the Kanye like, was on the keys, just like cutting it up. Oh man, it was awesome. I hope they do a kind of a similar documentary like they did with Beyonce's Coachella performance. So That'd be sweet. I hope so. I don't know if you guys saw her uh, her Netflix series um, about her performance, but I didn't see it yet. But I've heard about. it. I heard it's really good. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet either. But um, it's 
it's definitely something that I can see a lot of a lot of musicians continuing on with. You know, For sure. Publicity. For sure. And he's tight with them, so like it, they'd probably just get the same people doing it. You know what I mean? For sure. Like the same setup. Um, it looked like a cool venue there for sure. Right. Um, are there any other festivals that you can think of or anything that um any other like uh headliners you'd want to see? Or like what's your hmm. Alright, let's back it up. This is gonna be a tough question for everybody. Off the, off the cuff. Off Mount Rushmore headliner, so give me your top four like bands or people you'd want to like headline something. Sure. Of all time. Of all time. I mean I guess people right now Holy that, are, cow, that not, are working all time. that are working right now. Right now. Right. Uh, D, you're the experienced expert. We'll let you go first. Uh right now I'd like to see Chance post album. That'd be my number one. So he's got sure. an album coming out in July. I'd like to see Chance post album. Um, number two, I'd have to go with Gambino, who I will be seeing. Um, he's sure. definitely up there, and he's, he's been giving a killer performance. Um, number three, I'd have to say I'd love to see Beyonce. Um, yeah. you know, she's oh, yeah. legend, and I'll, I may never see this guy at a festival, but I would love to see little Bruno, um, just come to a festival and bring down the house. Oh, man, um, yeah. Top four. Top four for me right there. Pretty cutthroat. Pretty cut and clear. Um, luckily, I will get to see one of those four, but um, I might have to wait a little bit for the other three for sure. Um, anyone want to volunteer next? Not, I'm not following after. All right, I'll go. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so you're going. I don't have – I'm not – so I would say – Probably Kanye West I would like to see live. I just think that would be an interesting experience, top to bottom. Like, would it be fun? And you never know what he's going to do, per se. I think Justin Timberlake would be a lot of fun to listen to, and he's a good performer as well. Um, This is a freaking hard question. Kid Cudi would have to be up there for me. Um, I just love his music, and I think that would be a lot of fun. What? I didn't see it on there, but I don't think he is. No, I don't think so. Um, oh man, I think JT is my top five as well, my friend. He's he's up there. I think I'm going. This is tough. This is really tough on this last one. Yeah. Okay, hold on, break that. Who do you have again so far? John Bellion, calling it there. John Bellion. Right there. Right there. That's my four. I'm trying to say some different I'm trying to say some different ones because I think chance would probably be in mine, but Dev. What you got, Dev? Uh who you got? What? Sorry, I said the correct terminology is who you got. Who you got? I got. I would definitely take uh Chance too, even though I haven't seen him. Sure. I think that would be. I think that would be sick. I haven't seen um, anyone. I will speak bad. from experience and say JT was super, super good, dude. Justin Timberlake put on an awesome show. Where did you see him? I saw him in Cleveland. Gordy's family took me there, dude. We got some some pretty sick seats, and and he kills it from start to finish, dude. His band just jamming the whole time, like 
He's a killer. It was so good. Um, Beyonce, I would agree with the. Oh, yeah. I would be that, dude. That would be sick. And my fourth is going to be like one you guys probably wouldn't say, but I would personally love it. Like, I would love to go see Elton John. Sure. That would be sweet. He just wails on that piano, bro, and he, like, still rocks. That'd be tight. Performing? Yeah, he's got it. This yeah. is his last tour, I think, right now. Like, going around. Yeah. He kills, dude. He might have so to try to peep that, Doge, somewhere. Yeah, that's a worthy peep. He was at Bonner about five years ago. I know he's doing, like, a, like, I don't, I'm, think I'm going to over-exaggerate this here, so bear with me, folks. But I think he's doing two straight weekends at MSG. Really? Yeah. Wow. He was, he was here in Cleveland. Like, like in the summer. A month or two ago, and tickets were like three hundred dollars. Like yeah, I heard it's a lot. There yeah. are three people I pay that money for right now, and um, Bruno, Beyonce, and JT are definitely those three. Bruno would be very much in my discussion of top five. Or Bruno top four. Dill, hurry up now. You're stalling like always. No, I just I totally I, I started trying to. Type him in because I was forgetting who I was oh, who we picking. Had. Well, who I was picking. Can't remember the fourth. Oh, yes, Anderson Pock would be a great like second line guy that I'd love to have there. All right, so yeah. I'm my just doing my things. sixth man. I'm just doing or cherub, if you will. I'm just doing my four kind of just thinking on the spot after whatever. Okay, no judgment. Here we go. No, the no right, judgment, so, guys. No judgment. Like, like we were going to. But go ahead. All right. All right. Just want to make sure. Okay. So I'm going to I'm going to boo whatever you say, I promise. I'm inviting the beer. Sam Adams. Good old Sammy Adams. If, if you guys remember him. I told you I was going to boo it. Do you, uh, do you remember Sam Adams? I do. He was a crazy no partier. He had, no. He had, like, uh... Tell the bartender to make that stronger. I want to go all night long. That's yeah, Sammy. That, one of the problems. That's Sammy. Yeah. The, uh... That would slap at a concert for sure. Like, the eight... Oh, that'd be going mad for sure. The I Hate Call a Dream Mix or whatever... Like his rim, he like remixed that. You big EDM guy, dude? Um, I would definitely get down to some of that. So I just feel like I I went to his concert in Cleveland actually, Taste of uh, Taste of Blues, and it was a great concert. Sure. And it was absolutely wild. So I just feel like his concert and. So you got a little experience behind it, sure. Right. Um. Next thing you know. I'm pulling also Kanye. I think Kanye's an animal. He's the one who started creating concerts to be an entertainment in the way that it is now with all of the theatrics and movements and, you know, pyroglyphics, everything. So, um, also, huh? You say hieroglyphics? No. What'd you say? Pyro. I would get down to Drake too, Pyrotechnics. by the way. Whatever. What did I say? What did I say? I don't even remember anymore. It's on there. It should be pyrotechnics. 
Yeah, right. I, I don't think so, but... Yeah, it should be. Definitely is. It's pyrotechnics, <laughs> for sure. I don't remember what I said, to be honest. That's what you're trying to say. Hieroglyphics, like hieroglyphics. Unless you're trying to say, like... Or, like, some, some Egyptian writing just on fire. Hieroglyphics. <laughs> Jimi Hendrix? Is he around? <laughs> That's what I'm just saying. Like, I'm just going all time. Like, I'll Dude, well, then, come I'm on. Thinking these. That's I'm thinking these. That's literally what I asked at the beginning. We said before. Get <laughs> out of here. You're <laughs> seriously <laughs> terrible. No, a whole new camera. Of course. This is literally <laughs> typical Dylan. <laughs> all right, all right. I'll end end of the show. The, ra- the ravels come undone. I'll back up here. Miley Cyrus. I think that she's got some bangers. I'm with you there. I'm with you there, my friend. Miley Cyrus good. gets some bangers. She's wild. She's the entertainer, you know, similar yeah. to Kanye. She is solid. Her and Kanye would come out to, like, some crazy stuff. and They, they would, would just do something. Have some costumes. Yeah, Kanye was supposed to be at Coachella, but, uh, like you said, his his set is what he wanted for the stage. The Coachella wouldn't come in, or, come, you know, they wouldn't do it for him, so he said no roles. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That's like, ah, oh, that would suck. Like, if you bought a ticket and like you're expecting to see Kanye, they're just like, yeah, yeah we can't, we can't do yeah. that. Can't pull it actually. Sorry. Um. All right. A fourth. Uh man. Mm, I don't know. I'm really stumped on a fourth. I think John Mayer would be good. Company. Yeah, if they like do that again for sure. Yeah, sure. Um, let's do that. You going, John? Right, so that was like I don't, I don't know how. Zach Brown band could be good. They slap hard, and they play, I guess, a lot of good covers, from what I understand. I feel like they're at a festival this year, but I just don't know which one. What's up with the? I mean, I know we were trying to wrap it up, kind of, but what's up with the one in? Uh, Milwaukee. You know what that one is? I know Jake Arena. It's like Summerfest, I think is what it's called. They host it outside the, the Brewers. Oh, yeah. JP always tries to get the boys to roll, yeah. I'm kind of thinking about it. Why not? Yeah, why not? It's not too far. Are you trying to roll? I'll check this lineup right now. Look up the name of the festival too, because I don't even know what it's called. I'm telling, I'm confident it's Summerfest. Dude, we gonna see you at Bonnaroo this year? Or? Um, not with my new know. job, I don't think. It's Wednesday, June 26th, and ends Monday, July 8th. That's a long festival. Yeah. That sounds like it's gonna run right into the lake, and I don't know. Good. Definitely good. Oh. I don't know how you can have a festival that long. It looks like it's like two different two different weekends. Sets of it, yeah. 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 Who's there? A terrible way to do this. There the way they have this set up is not good. I need to like see a photo of it. Oh also, um they have, if you're in uh, if you select festivals this year, Tinder will be sponsoring uh, a, a new, a new, uh, a new, what's the word we're looking for? Tinder will be having a new, uh, function? 
feature on their app where you can match with people who will be going to the same festival as you. That's pretty That's tight. tight. Okay, yeah. here's a couple. Here's a couple good ones. They have here's all the headliners. Um, couple ones that stick out to me just off the bat: Willie Nelson. Sure. Um, Jason Aldean, if you get down with that. Um, Bone Iver, Zach Brown Band, Lionel Richie, J Lo. I'd like to just go see her shake it, man. Goodness. Well, A Rod coming through. Love Shakira. Oh, and if A Rod gets up and sings, I would love to see Shakira too. The Killers, um, Billy Eilish or Eilish, excuse me. Um, Lil Wayne, Snoop Dogg. Schoolboy School Q, Lonely Island. How do they not put them up as a headliner? Come on. Steve Aoki, um, Young the Giant, Third Eye Blind, Three Doors Down, Ex Ambassadors. I don't know. I'm just naming off people here that I've seen. T-Pain. Cool, nice. Skillet, Dispatch, Thick Mensa I've heard of. Uh, Matoma. Sure. Bone Thugs and Harmony. Sure. Yeah, Lake Street Drive. They're a good band. You should check them out. LSD. Yeah, classic. Sure. <laughs> um. I'm not seeing many after. Oh, I thought I saw Daft Punk, but it's not. Yeah, no chance. No, I know. They would be fun to see. Right. I'm not going. I'm not scrolling any deeper because this festival is huge. That'd be a cool one. Um, any other good festival? Okay, real quick then, and I'm saying real quick. Festival tips, D. Real quick, just anything like your top five tips. I guess for Rue, since you've been only there. Top five Rue tips um, for those interested in attending Bonnaroo this year. Um, Number one, bring water, right? Sure, you got to stay hydrated. Stay hydrated. I mean, it's a friendly group out there. You can ask your friendly neighbor for water. I'm sure they'll give it to you. But having water on hand, crucial. Bring a, if you want to carry a book bag, make sure it's clear. All right, they're cracking out and having book bags that you can't see through because they don't want people bringing in things that aren't very, um, you know, friendly festival friendly sure um buy purchase a cool looking clear book bag um if you if you are the type of guy who carry a book bag around sure um make sure you you buy plenty of snacks all right your food can go to waste after five four or five days in the um in the Tennessee weather make sure you got a nice little supply of just you know snacks you can open you don't have to really freeze them that long right I, ten dollars a bag out there so you know make sure you um bring something that doesn't need to be on ice too long sure uh-huh. let's see what else we got uh make sure all your all your goodies that you like to bring you know party with um all your party favors are very very well hidden in your car um so that you don't get uh busted up by the festival police you know they don't really enjoy you bringing too much of uh one good thing so um Keep it on the low if you have to. Um, otherwise, just you know, alcohol is very nice, very nice to bring, and 
and enjoy. Um, beers are seven dollars, so you will need to have your own little uh little supply if you want to stay rich. Sure, sure. Uh, and my final festival tip: bootlegging. Um, just really, just really uh, bring your dancing shoes. All right, you know you don't want <laughs> you don't want to bring shoes that you enjoy too much. Otherwise, you will uh, you will be sorely disappointed at the end of the week with how uh, torn up they are. Sure. No, those are good tips, man. I'm definitely uh, not, sure yeah. if, not sure if I'll make it out this year, but I'd love to try to get there sometime, so I'll have to write those and, down. And you know, the, the, I, I think Bonner was one of those festivals that will be going around for, for the foreseeable future. Sure. I hope so. All right, D. Well, thank you for joining us here on the pod. We really uh, enjoy your insight, and I'm sure all the fans do. Looking forward to this uh, nice summer and uh, music festival season. So. We appreciate your insight, man. I appreciate you guys having me on the show. Um, nice seeing your cat there. So, uh, <laughs> shout out to Three Chains for getting that W today. Sure. Hey, for sure. Yeah, for sure. So it came through at the end. We all said uh, we all said goodbye. So. All right. All right. Well, we'll see you, D. Have a good one, man. You too, guys. Enjoy the rest of your night. Happy Bonnaroo. Enjoy it. Thank you, brother. Bonnaroo on, bro. All right, moving on here then to our buzzer beaters. I'm going to swing it. Uh, Doge, I can see you open in the corner. What do you got for us? Uh, looking forward to the start of the Frontier League. <laughs> oh, yeah. Weekend. Uh, getting back to work. Um, we got to get somebody on the pod. We got to get a player on the pod, man. Yeah, dude, you know, they're always just... Off the they're record. All, they're all, yeah. I don't know. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We got goals. Uh, we got goals. But what's the what's the season looking like? Sorry to interrupt. Yeah, it's looking good. Spring training is uh is just finishing up, and um, yeah, I mean it's 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 gonna be fun to be back in the season. It's gonna be a grind. Baseball season uh, creates some long days, but uh, sure, it'll be fun. Oh, so yeah. we're diving back into it. Oh yeah. Always good to get the old ball out and hit a couple dingers or two, you know? Oh, yeah. Hopefully we do that. Bill, little buzzer beater, where do you want it? Got time's running out. You always know, a little bit left center to the top of the key. Well, they're starting to understand your tendencies. They're not giving it to you. I don't miss. They're not giving it to you. I was telling you about my new move I have. All right. Sick. That's your buzzer beater? If I had anybody to actually record me, I would post something as far as how you ball. But I can't get anybody to do it. I never got a picture of me golfing. I was really upset. Yeah, I know. I totally failed at it because I like, I don't, I mean, I guess I could have taken a video and a screenshot of a video or something. But Listen, we, we blew it this week, but, but this upcoming week we'll post a how you ball. Yeah. Yeah. Are we running it back? Yeah, we're yeah, definitely we're running a we're running out of ball. We were like Aaron Dolan, we just missed. Right. Double or nothing, Tom. Yeah. Run, how yeah. you ball? All right. So. What's your buzzer reader though? Or is that it? Yeah, I just made it. Okay, you just made it. How you ball? <laughs> there it is. Um, that's how I ball. <laughs> so, um, for my buzzer beater, I'm gonna go with. Looking forward to going to the FCC versus Montreal Impact game this weekend. Going to see what we look like with the new uh, new man in charge. Wonder if we're going to make any improvements or not. 
Um, so looking forward to that. I'm also going to add a secondary buzzer beater potentially. I haven't listened to the audio yet. So um, I may cut this out, but Noah Hupp live from the clubhouse talking to me. Um, let's just see what this sounds like right here, right now. to be here at the origin original location of you know the podcast and it, it, it's uh it's livelihood and you know be, being here and interviewed by by tj is is crazy be, because uh i i can literally talk to anyone else on this podcast right here on this it, it, i could leave any room and, and talk to any one of them it's So we'll see how that sounds. Um, if it's good, we're going to keep it in there. But if not, special shout out to you, Hub. Appreciate your fandom, man. And uh, we appreciate you listening. Appreciate everyone listening. Thank you for tuning in. Doge, thank you for being here as always, man. Oh, yeah. Thank you for video chatting in. I felt like I was actually there. I agree. I enjoy this a lot yeah, this more. Is a virtu- this is our virtual living room. Sure. Yeah. We're we'll have to keep it up. For Sorry, sure. I couldn't give you a little bit more backdrop. I'm just for, for the listeners at home, I'm just making them look at a plain white wall. We have a we have a yeah we don't have much two tone color scheme with a blank ceiling. So sure, because we have it angled up. <clears throat> angled up. Okay, we'll work on the background for for next week. Make it homey. All, All right. right, two things. Hashtag Phil? how you ball. Hashtag angle up. Sure. Hashtag Phil? see Thanks you later. Sure. Hashtag see you later from Dale. <laughs> Thank Thanks, you everyone for tuning in. Off. This yeah. is The Clubhouse.